you are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Happy New Year to you. 2024 is upon us, and we're starting out just like we ended 2023. We now have information as to what is going on in the Clayton and his accuser, Laura Owens, case. Boy, it's a doozy. Not going to spend too much time on it. Not going to get all riled up about it because this is just straight facts of what's going on. And I'll fill you in what's going on there. We're going to talk about uh, 2023. We're going to talk about some of the hard launches, soft launches that are already happening. Um, just some news coming out of the survivor world if somebody comes out. Um, we've got the Golden Bachelor wedding this Thursday. Lots to talk about. We'll get to all that momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's start out here. 2023 is over. 2024 is upon us. And I'm actually recording this before it is midnight in any time zone. It's about 8 p.m. Central Time when I'm recording this because I don't really want to be recording like I usually am around midnight because, you know, last night's midnight was the turn of the new year. So didn't want to do that. However, at the time of this recording... We already have one soft launch, basically, of a relationship in Bachelor Nation, and that is Katie Thurston clearly is dating somebody. She posted an Instagram story, put a little poll on there of, should I kiss this guy or not? She's walking up behind him. His face is turned away from the camera, and right before she's about to touch him and his face turned to the camera is when the Instagram story ends. So clearly, Casey, Katie is in a relationship. We kind of got that hint. When she came out of um, hiding from the situation she was dealing with, which we don't know anything about yet, but it sounds pretty serious. Um, it sounded like she um, was in a relationship then, and she all but confirmed it in her soft launch last night. Now, like I said, I'm recording this at 8 p.m. Central Time. It is very possible by the time you hear this in the morning, she'll have hard launched him when it actually became midnight in Pacific Time last night. So I don't know. I'm sure if she does, we'll be talking about it in tomorrow's daily roundup. Um, I am hearing rumblings of another name in Bachelor Nation that might be a, might have hard launched somebody last night, but at the time of this recording, nothing had happened. Um, but again, the it's these people's story to tell. It's not mine. And for the other one, I don't even know who the person is that they would be hard launching with. I just know that there is somebody who is seeing somebody that has not announced it yet. Um, so I don't know who the person is that they're dating. So that's why I'm not going to say the person's name because 
Um, it's not something that I'm going to do. It's not something I have done because it's their story to tell. I would never uh, out a couple before they do it unless it is Bachelor Nation dating Bachelor Nation. Now, we did have something that happened a couple days ago. I believe it was on Saturday where Tanner and Olivia both decided to do a little mini photo shoot together in Ohio and post it, each of them, on their Instagram feed. And it was basically telling everybody to start talking about them. I mean, the exact wording was kind of bizarre when you actually think about it. The actual wording of it said, um, let's see. Oh, sorry. Um, not that. It is. So they each posted it on their Instagram feed. It was about four photos of them together, laughing, hugging, you know, playful stuff. And it said, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Here's a few to get the convo going again. Or get the convo going. Not again. Okay, look, they clearly want us to talk about them. I have not heard that they are together and or dating. Um, it seems like that is kind of a reach, and it seems like this is something that Olivia wants to do, but I don't know for sure. Um, maybe they will. Maybe by the time you listen to this, they will have hard launched at midnight last night. Again, I don't know, but that's one where it obviously got people talking. They want people to be talking or else they wouldn't have posted those pictures and posted the caption that they did on that thing, you know? Um, you know, let's get the convo going. It's like, okay, why are you telling us to talk about you? Like probably not the way to go about it, which makes me think they're not together because if you are together, you would just hard launch yourself and you wouldn't say, Hey, everyone start talking about us, but Hey, I don't, I, not these people. Things are done a lot differently nowadays when it comes to relationships and how people want to reveal relationships, whether it's Bachelor Nation dating somebody else in Bachelor Nation or Bachelor Nation not dating somebody in Bachelor Nation, whatever the case may be. Everyone's got their different ways they want to go about it. Olivia and Tanner doing that makes me think they're not together um, because they're telling people to talk about them in the captions. So we'll have to see. Um, by the time you listen to this, like I said, maybe we'll know and we'll have an official word from them what's going on. If you want to take it to another show, um, Survivor, we had someone come out and a very popular player in Survivor history, not to mention they will be appearing on a show upcoming on Peacock, and that is Parvati. Parvati came out with her girlfriend, May Martin, who is a stand-up comedian, was also on Taskmaster season 15. I'm not really sure what that show is, but Parvati posted on her Instagram feed on Sunday that we're here, we're queer, happy new year. And it was pictures of her and May Martin together, uh, almost like they went into a photo booth and you go into the photo booth and you have to do four poses and then <laughs> it spits out the four pictures and a couple of them they're kissing in that. So they are clearly um, uh, have come out as a couple. And I didn't know who May was. I, I looked at her stuff before and I was like, I kind of, I've kind of like, heard her name or seen her name and maybe coming across an Instagram feed because I have a lot of stand-up stuff that comes across in my TikTok feed and my Instagram search page and I, I, she looks somewhat familiar to where it's like okay I've probably seen her stuff uh, sometimes but yeah Parvati is together with May and in case you didn't know Parvati is also on season two of Traders, which comes out on Peacock Oh, gosh, I'm already forgetting the date, but it comes out within the next couple of weeks. And I think what it is, is it's going to come out on a Friday and they're going to do the first three episodes. 
and then they're going to do one episode a week, and that episode's going to be coming out on Thursdays. So I do know that. We do know that's the schedule for Trader Season 2. Season 1, they just dumped the whole season. It was either 8 or 10 episodes in one day. They're going to drag it out a little bit, and that probably means it's probably a good season. So, I mean, you just look at the cast of Trader Season 2, and you're like, whoa. There's a lot I want to see here. I mean, the fact that Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son, who are engaged, right? They're on the show together. You've got Parvati. You've got Sandra from Survivor. You've got Pilot Pete. We've got Big Brother players and Johnny Bananas and CT. I mean, it's almost a who's who of uh, Trader Season 2. And there are going to be different twists to the game because everybody watched Season 1 and they could figure stuff out if they keep it exactly the same, which... Apparently, the Traders producer said, no, we know what we need to change up for season two so people don't pick up on anything from season one. So I'm really looking forward to Trader season two. If you didn't watch it on Peacock, I would suggest getting caught up on it. It goes really fast. It's either eight or ten episodes, and the first season was excellent. And it it won a lot of – I don't want to say it won a lot of awards, but if you look at some of the media coverage – of best reality shows of 2023, almost all of them have traders in there because it was so good. Um, I think you'll really like it. This upcoming season looks bonkers. So I can't wait for this one to start. But yeah, Poverty is uh, in season two as well. And then on Thursday, hey, how about this? We get Gary and Teresa. The Golden Bachelor has their wedding this Thursday. I'm assuming it's going to be officiated by Jesse Palmer, and he's going to be the one marrying them. However, I do know, and we know this just by Instagram pictures and whatnot, Jesse Palmer's wife is due with their first child very, very soon. In fact, I'm hearing rumblings. It could be coming this week. So there is contingency plans in place in case Jesse doesn't get to make it because maybe his wife goes into labor that day. Because remember, this is a live wedding. This is not something that was taped two weeks ago, and they're going to show it this Thursday. This is a live wedding. Now, they're going to have a lot of taped footage in there. You know, I'm assuming it's like they're going to show us uh, Gary and Teresa's journey. We're going to have interviews live with people that are showing up to the wedding. They've done weddings before in the past. You remember the weddings they've done, but it's been so long since this franchise has done a wedding, I mean, shit, what was the last wedding this franchise televised? Was it, honestly, was it um, was it Carly and Evans? <laughs> and I'm not talking about uh, Kenny and Mari. I'm talking about one of the big ones where they give them a whole episode. Um, and you know what, when I think about that, Carly and Evan wasn't their own episode. They just got married in paradise. So I don't think it was them. <sighs> was it Tanner and Jade? Was that the last one? No. Couldn't have been, right? I'm blanking on who the last one was, but um, we're gonna get. Looks like I think it's a two-hour episode. I haven't even looked at the. Uh, I haven't even looked at the schedule. It's probably gonna be uh, two hours, and it, I'm sure it's gonna go like a lot of the other ones. For the first hour, it's gonna be a lot of fluff, people arriving, interviews with people there. A lot of Bachelor alumni will be there. I'm sure a lot of Gary's women will be there as well, and then they'll get into, hey, this is the wedding part of it, and whatnot. So uh, look for that. It's not taped. It is going to be live. And like I said, hearing rumblings that if Jesse is unable to make it and be the efficient because his wife goes into labor either the day before or that day or whatever, they do have contingency plans in place for someone to officiate. I don't know who it would be, but I do know that 
I am hearing rumblings that uh, that Jesse Palmer's wife could possibly be delivering this week. All right, this podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Now, I've talked to you about Green Chef before. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I can switch between both brands, and now you can too. My listeners, both brands, you get the discount with me. HelloFresh gets you farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's the new year. One of your resolutions probably should be, let's save some money. Eat better. That's what I plan on doing. HelloFresh is here to help you do that. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price that you'll like delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options now than ever before. You dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-ons that suit any lifestyle. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree and use code RealitySteveFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree with promo code RealitySteveFree. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so we're going to talk about the Clayton and Laura Owen situation because Friday I talked about it, and essentially what it came down to was Dave Neal had reported uh, on Thursday that he was hearing that Laura Owens um, was no longer pregnant. We find out how that became to be because paperwork was filed in the courts of Arizona that are now um, viewable to the public where Laura Owens filed a motion to dismiss the petition to establish paternity, which is what, remember, Clayton had filed for a couple weeks ago. He wanted to establish paternity because this woman has been saying for six months, I'm pregnant with twins, Clayton Eckert's the father. So Clayton's like, okay, well, let's establish paternity here. Now Laura wants that dismissed, and she filed that in Arizona courts. And one of the lines in it says, respondent, who is Laura Owens, does not agree to the dismissal and instead seeks to you to, oh no, so excuse me, this is, um, respondent is Clayton. And Clayton does not agree to the dismissal and instead seeks to utilize family court resources for a case that does not involve a family. 
So basically what Laura Owens is saying is like, look, Clayton wants to use the family court here to see if there's a family, but there's no family here, so this needs to just be thrown out. What are we even talking about here? Oh my gosh, clutch the pearls. <laughs> like, This is almost hilarious. Listen to that sentence again. She's basically saying, Clayton does not agree to the dismissal and instead seeks to utilize family court resources for a case that does not involve a family. Yet for six months, all Laura Owens was doing was using a family court case to establish a something for a family, which we all believe isn't even wasn't even a thing because we don't believe that she was pregnant. So isn't that convenient? The other thing that was mentioned in this, and this is another line from the paperwork, is it says that basically Laura Owens is saying it is not clear why the respondent, Clayton, who adamantly denies he impregnated petitioner, Laura Owens, and has stated he wants nothing to do with her, is seeking to ensure this case is not dismissed before the deadline. (laughs) Do you understand what that sentence says? Laura Owens is now saying, Clayton wanted nothing to do with me. He's told me numerous times he doesn't believe that I'm pregnant. He's told me numerous times he wants nothing to do with me. Now, all of a sudden, he wants proof of paternity. So I'm no longer pregnant. So we need to throw this case out. It's like you can't have it both ways, Laura. Come on now. For six months, you've wanted Clayton to give you a second chance. You drew up a contract in hopes that he would date you. And he kept saying, no, 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 no. And it's not like at that point you said, okay, I'll just give up. No, you kept fighting it for six months, seven months, and kept telling him, we need to handle this. I'm pregnant. You're the father. We need to handle this. And now she's conveniently saying, well, this guy wanted nothing to do with me for seven months, and now he wants proof of paternity? Oh, that's ridiculous. Throw this case out. I mean, it is, it is incredible what is happening here. It's really, it's... It's incredible, it's funny, it's sad, it's pathetic, it's tragic. Every other word you want to use fits this description of what she's doing here. Like, this is a woman who for seven months was begging everybody to tell, screaming up and down, I am pregnant, I have twins, and they are Clayton's. The second Clayton files for proof of paternity, like, okay, let's get proof of this. She is now running and hiding behind the fact, well, well, I'm not pregnant anymore. Why is a family court higher? Why is a family court even looking into something involving family when there's no family here? It's like, well, if there's no family here, okay, then fine. What happened to the babies? There's two options. Either Laura Owens delivered her twins and she's currently caring for them wherever she lives and she's feeding them every night and they're snuggled up to each other every night and they're sitting in their bassinets every night and she has two twins or unfortunately she had a stillbirth because this is a woman as a week ago, two weeks ago was saying I'm still pregnant with twins. So you either had the babies or you didn't. And if you didn't, we kind of need to know what happened to them. (laughs) Clayton has every right. Now maybe me and my, maybe me and Dave Neal would never be able to get proof, which is fine. But I'd say the guy that you were calling the father of your twins for seven months, now you no longer have twins because you've stated in court records you are no longer pregnant. I'm guessing the father, who you screamed about for seven months, probably has some sort of connection to, I should be able to get to see what happened to these. Like, we all know that Clayton has never thought he was the father, 
pretty much everyone that's listened to me or listened to Dave, you're well aware that it's very unlikely. In fact, it's 100% possible she was never pregnant to begin with. But there's still that back in your mind. If you're Clayton, you just want some finality to this. You just want to know, hey, did she deliver two babies? Great. Then we can go through with paternity because now she has two babies in her possession. We can find out who the father is very easy. But when she doesn't have two babies, now Clayton's like, okay, but I want to know if she even had, if she was ever pregnant to begin with, because then that was her whole case that she was fighting. So I'm guessing Clayton at some point is going to get an answer to this. But um, to see the paperwork and to see the loopholes that her lawyer is jumping through to try and just get this case dismissed, like, can we just, can we just move on with this and not talk about it anymore? It's like you wonder if her lawyer even knows what's been going on the last seven months. Does her is her lawyer have any fucking clue what Laura has been doing for seven months? The amount of emails she has sent Clayton and me and Dave Neal, the amount of times she has created fake screen names on the Internet to argue with people and swear up and down that she's pregnant. Does her lawyer have any clue about this? And if she does, how does she take on her case? I mean, it's fascinating. This could be just legal mumbo jumbo, but this thing isn't over. As long as Laura wants to sit here and just say, I'm no longer pregnant, we can just dismiss this whole thing. This is up to an Arizona judge now to see exactly where we're going to go from here. But we all know, you all know, sitting behind this thing for the last six months and everything you've heard from me and Dave, it's pretty obvious this woman was never pregnant to begin with, but doesn't look like she's ever going to admit that, which was what my plea was in Friday's podcast. Just like, hey, admit it. Just tell everybody I made it up for whatever reason. You know, you're just you're jealous of your sister had a had a baby earlier in uh, May or June um, earlier in 2023. Say you got jealous. Say you were upset that Clayton ghosted you after you guys hooked up one night. I don't know. But the truth would set her free more so than, hey, I'm no longer pregnant. Let's dismiss the case. Because that's just ridiculous. I think you can all agree to that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. We got so much to talk about in regards to the NFL playoffs. Not to mention today, big day in college football. We get our college football semifinal games tonight. We get Michigan, Alabama, and then Texas, Washington. So we'll be talking about that previewing those in today's column and then obviously talking about our podcast and then talking about them in tomorrow's podcast. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Welcome to 2024. I'm Reality Steve, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!